Are you empowered or overpowered by the networking strategies you've learned? Did you know that your networking can also be successful without always following many pro tips and advice? Welcome back to a short episode on No Language Barriers. As always, I would appreciate it if you could spare three seconds to give this podcast a five-star review if it has inspired you and transformed your way of building quality connections outside of your native languages or cultures. The inspiration to create this episode came immediately from my recent Maximize Your Career in English Mastermind session where I covered how to lead conversations in typical professional networking settings. During that session, my mentees were taught a series of strategies, including conversation steps, sentence structures, and functional language and expressions for specific purposes in certain scenarios. At the end of this informative session, one of my clients expressed both gratitude and concerns towards what she learned. She's booked in for a series of interviews, coffee catch-ups, and other networking events as part of our Mastermind's ongoing homework activities. And as much as she's grateful for how much she's learned from the latest session, she's also worried about not being able to memorize and apply a lot of the techniques consistently in the short term. She said, Daisy, I'm just worried that I might not be able to remember to employ everything you taught to improve my performance during the process. It might take a bit of time for me to pick up more techniques and form new habits. But does that mean that I won't be able to do much better in networking and getting the results I want very soon? As a mentor for non-native speakers to build better intercultural connections, I've not only heard such concerns from mentees and followers, but overcome the exact same doubts and fears. I truly appreciate the concerns from the mentee recently, as much as I do their commitment to learn networking skills in my mastermind. I also know that there is an abundance of resources and trainings out there, not just for networking, and how many people I've come across tend to value pro tips, techniques, and templates to improve their communications, such as interviewing and networking. What I also notice, however, as something many people don't seem to pay attention to, is whether they're actually empowered or overpowered or even disempowered by what they've learned for networking and connecting. Therefore, in view of my mentee's latest concerns, I'd like to use this episode to put into perspective how the position of networking strategies can impact your performance, including when it can be somehow counterproductive. First, you must recognize that regardless of the source of any how-tos and techniques, they are typically derived from one individual or a group of people's past performance, ideally those whose background is relatable to you. Nevertheless, even if the strategy or template has got many proof-of-concepts from people in similar situations as you, who've applied them to get the results you want, you should still consider them as valuable addition to your current knowledge and practice, but you also need to strike a balance where you do not worship them as Bibles or Gospels, or namely the single source of truth. To put it more simply, 
if any strategy hardly ever works out on your end, even though it has evidently worked for many other people like you, then it will be wise to move on from something that is always not serving you well. Also, as you are continuously improving your knowledge and performance with what you've already learned, you need to believe in the existence of alternative strategies that you might not be aware of yet. I'd like to remind you that it is also possible to discover your own approach that especially works for you as you keep implementing and experimenting the techniques obtained from other sources. Eventually, your current best strategies might differ and deviate from what you've been taught before. For me, I've been through a hybrid process of marrying conventional networking and English learning strategies with my own experience, reflection and observations to discover and give birth to my book, my mentoring program, and other initiatives like this podcast with the principles and strategies I've married and integrated that have a track record of enabling people to build better connections in another language and culture. In addition, you shouldn't think in a way that you always attribute any undesirable outcomes during networking to your lack of following strategies and techniques. This is not only my advice on conversations, but also other forms of networking activities, including emailing, content creation, and text messaging. What I mean by this is you need to expand your perspective when analyzing a situation involving more than one individual. For something very practical like networking or interviewing, there are so many variables and uncertainties in human-to-human interactions. As such, when things don't pan out the way you wish, it is possibly because of any part of your behaviors during the interaction, but just as likely also due to something on the other person's end. It is very tricky to isolate one single game changer or killer in any situation. In most cases, both parties share the responsibility to make or break a connection, as I believe, even when any power imbalance exists. So you shouldn't be so hard on yourself that every time things don't work out, you go all out to reflect on every single thing you said and did, as well as what you think you should have settled down in the whole process, and then put all the blames on yourself. Please don't do that. We're all interacting with each other as perfectly imperfect beings. Furthermore, You should not be executing networking strategies and techniques under the mentality that if you fail to 100% conform to all the instructions and steps from your mentor or from any other guidebook, you're bound to fail. When my mentor exchanged through concerns lately, she almost sounded as if she would automatically see herself as failing her performance if she fell short of harnessing the strategies according to my instructions as much as possible. It's like if she didn't follow the recommended structures for self-introduction or did not frame the engaging questions to steer conversations using the templates in the slides, then before she ever processed the responses from others in real-time interactions, she will first and foremost, she will first and foremost almost conclude that she's not done a good job and she wouldn't have any good conversation from there. 
bracket because she didn't follow the tips learned from the mentor. In my response during the session, I simply told her to pay more attention to how the other person reacts and responds to what she said or did. In the previous scenario, if they appear intrigued after her introduction and asked more engaging questions to let her keep leading the conversation, then it shows that she's done a great introduction where she might have even left out one or two sentences from the scripts she'd prepared beforehand for this type of occasion, or she might have even just improvised on the spot, reinventing the wheel, disregarding any templates or structure from the networking training. So the lesson from here is how much and how you apply networking techniques should not overrule the real-time and real-life feedback from other people when you consciously employ certain strategies to improve your performance. You must always pay more attention to the latter, and in doing that, you're effectively focusing more on the other person than yourself thereby complying with one of the most key networking principles on outgrowing excessive self-focus. Last but not least, on the back of other mainstream networking principles, namely staying present, you must not be excessively occupied with memorizing and recording what you need to say or do. That way, you won't have much more cognitive capacity remaining to listen and observe as you interact with the other person. When you're too stressed about employing what you've learned or prepared to give us your due attention and yourself the benefit of the doubt to win it and win it, this is a signal that you are overpowered rather than empowered by your knowledge. On this note, I truly hope that this has served as a mind-blowing and inspiring episode for you to rethink your learning process and how you applied your learning to practicing, connecting. And if you're eager to advance your networking interpersonal skills to thrive in your career and in life in a foreign environment, please book a free complimentary 30-minute coaching course with me valued at $129 via the link in show notes. I only have five spots for the remainder of February and March. Until I see you next time here on No Language Barriers. Thank you for listening. If you've been inspired by what you've listened to, please share it with someone you know who wants to build more meaningful connections and convert opportunities in a foreign language. If this is also what you want to achieve for yourself, please send me a message on LinkedIn and Instagram. I'm at daisywood.multilingualconnector. That is M-U-L-T-I-L-I-N-G-U-A-L. Until the next episode, Here's to review the secrets to having the language barriers. And don't forget to leave me a 5-star review if you like the episode.